You're listening to Gen X Gamers Podcast. Welcome to the Gen X Gamers Podcast. This is a special edition that we are starting, which is the Gen X Gaming News Update. And I am here, Kid Aquarius, with my awesome new co-host, Nightshade. Nightshade, welcome. All right. So fantastic to be here. How's everybody doing today? Uh, We got uh, all kinds of fun stuff we're going to be covering. Yes, this is true. In fact, with the gaming news update, what we are trying to do is just give you some quick news stories that we think might be important for you to hear about as, you know, Gen Xers out there. And if there's any Gen Xers out, non-Gen Xers out there listening, welcome. These will be interesting for you as well. But this is specifically geared to those people who just have lots going on. They can't spend and waste as much of the time as we do on gaming. So we're going we're gonna to do the hard work for you and pull out the interesting news items you need to know about. And we still have our wonderful segment, which is... It's time for Gaming News in a Minute. Here we go! All right, so here we go. Uh, you've all seen Inception. What a fantastic movie. Have you ever dreamed like uh, the communication of dreams could be something real? There's four uh, different laboratories across the world that have been studying this. They took people who are, uh, have lucid dreams a little more than others and studied them. They use an EEG instrument to kind of, uh, you know, uh, see what's going on. They use spoken audio, flashing lights, physical touch. And they ask these sleepers beforehand, we're going to be talking to you about these things. See if you can answer. And then when they're sleeping, they're asking them um, things, you know, basic yes or no questions like, can you speak Spanish? Uh, simple math questions, count light flashes that they can see. And surprisingly, more than 18% of the times they got it right. And uh, it's incorrect, only 3%. A lot of times they just ignored it, but that's pretty cool. It's like uh, the next realm of video games, you know, in your sleep. Uh, This is not sponsored by DMT. Okay, hey, my first story tugs at the strings of nostalgia of your heart. The ultimate punishing leveler from your childhood has just been revitalized. Heck, I was playing Super Ghosts and Goblins actually just a few years ago and loving it. And now they've remastered that old classic and they still have, they have new armor, levels, treasures, monsters, all that great stuff. The gameplay is incredible familiar with that same old game that has the clunky jumping that feels impossible to maneuver against the steady barrage of incoming attacks and then those impossibly far landing spots but the coolio weapons and armor that upgrade and give the game a different twist are still prominent features of the game i love vintage so i still prefer the original but this one is definitely worth buying so that you can waste you know an extra half an hour before going to bed uh right before you have to get up the next day All right, so COVID-19 has hit us all hard, and that is also true for Netflix and all of the other, uh, you know, broadcast systems. Uh, 
So Netflix has had to cancel many shows because the, uh, you know, the cost to make them just is so much higher. Even though a lot of people are watching shows, they had to cut out the ones that aren't cutting it. But you know which one's cutting it? The Witcher. Well, one of my, my actually probably my favorite video game ever, Witcher 3. One of my favorite uh, series to read. You should read it if you haven't done it. Uh, the, the video game sold more than 50 million copies. The, the uh, first season alone of The Witcher had more than 78 million households viewing it. And the great news is because Witcher is up there, they're going to be focusing much more attention on it with the, the shows that they're canceling. So we're going to have new seasons. We're going to have spinoffs. And it's going to be Geralt for breakfast every morning for years. Ooh, yum. I'm, I'm excited. I'm hungry. The year was 1990. Only four years had passed since one of the all-time best horror movies had ever been released and frozen our minds with fear, while at the same time propelling one of the most bad mother flipping women into the spotlight as a rival to even John McClane. In that year, 1990, that movie came to arcades, and the first video game version of Aliens was released upon us. I remember taking as much change as possible to the arcade and waiting in line to have my opportunity on taking on those acid-spitting vermin. Now, the franchise has been reborn in a player-versus-environment, three-person cooperative shooter game. The graphics are incredibly insane. I can't wait to play and die. And then repeat that over and over again until I just keep saying, Game over, man. Game over. Fantastic. So another TV series, this time coming to Amazon. You know, this is the epitome of fantasy, high fantasy. It started us all. The Lord of the Rings. The next big production is coming out. You know, I ne- didn't. we didn't know if there's going to be anything after Peter Jackson. Most exciting part is this is not a retelling. This is going to focus on uh, the pre. Uh, before we know, prequels before, um, you know, The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. And get this five season series planned so far the budget is one billion dollars they paid 250 million dollars just for the rights alone to make this and it's going to be centered around aragorn is uh, one of the the um rumors in aragorn's the wandering prince ranger who is a vigo mortensen in the movies and the shire is going to be one of the places that we're going to be visiting hopefully spending a lot of time in i just can't wait to get back to middle earth what nice. a place Wow, a billion dollars. Crazy. Hey, the gaming news in a minute has come and gone. We gave you five stories. Each story gets one minute, and we try to compel you, pull you in. But now we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about two stories. We're going to spend a little bit longer. The first story I'd like to bring up is talking about cheating in shooter games. And actually, this game, this this topic, I mean, of cheating is going to be the main topic of our extended U- our podcast show. You should check it out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and you will be able to see it there uh, as well um, put up there. So make sure you do that. If you are listening to this on podcast, however, and you're like, whoa, they keep talking about YouTube's. 
then you can go and actually see all of our podcasts in the YouTube form. All you have to do is go to genxgamers.us. We have all of the links there and you will be able to see it there as well as if you look in the description of your podcast episode, it will have the link to the YouTube videos. Either way, whether you're listening on podcast or you're watching the YouTube video, please hit the subscribe and follow and like and every other button that's there. Well, not the thumbs down. Usually we go for the thumbs up. Just <laughs> kidding. Put whichever one you want. Anyway, back to my story. Um, we are going to be going in depth about cheating and cheating that takes place in shooters. Specifically, there were two stories that came out. One of the stories talks about the fact that there are, in Call of Duty, they just banned another 60,000 people. Um, that brings the total to 300,000 users banned for the Warzone edition of Call of Duty, which, man, that's a lot of accounts, Nightshade. What do you think of that? It's just huge. I mean, and hopefully in the next few days when we're playing, you'll be able to feel tangibly less cheaters, less amazing frustration about dying either right at the beginning or right at the key moment when you were supposed to win except for a cheater coming out and destroying your day. Oh, I love your description because that's exactly what happens to me in Apex. So Apex just recently found out that one of their champions of the Apex leagues was actually a cheater and he got caught and of course all that jazz and banned but it's just a, it's kind of an embarrassment in my opinion regardless they just banned like 650 accounts which you know in comparison that's like nothing but regardless I'm glad that they're trying to ban accounts because like uh, you were describing Nightshade one of the most annoying things is that you land you have a good landing maybe you even take out a team but the bottom line is you spend like 5 to 7 minutes gearing up finding the loot that you want you feel good you have the gun you have your attachments you're ready for a battle and then you get into a battle where you know the other people are cheating and you're just mowed down nothing is more frustrating right a major part of the game now especially when you're with your team it's like okay we got to get the high ground let's go here uh, this path is going to give us a good uh, you know shooting angle and then you know these people just waltz out obviously from a terrible shooting angle no strategy no teamwork and there's like Brr! you know and everyone's a headshot and the game's over and yeah. uh, it's, it's just it's not as fun. I don't know why you do it, cheaters. Yeah, well, we'll dig into that a little <laughs> later. What do you got for us, Nightshade? All right. So uh, we had uh, back on February 17th, a little bit, a few days ago now, it was the Nintendo Direct. I think this is a little different than BlizzCon. This is more like a direct video, sort of like the next 16 games that are coming out. So I wouldn't compare it directly with BlizzCon because uh, it wasn't nearly as cool or as polished, I think, as BlizzCon. It was fun. And I'll go through some of the games I think that uh, I was excited about. I was surprised uh, how many of the games are remakes or you're just being brought to the Switch or you know, um, brought into HD or something. But, uh, you know, if you haven't played them, it's a great way to be able to play them because some of the games are not, uh, you know, backwards compatible, many, many of them in, in, in these days. So um, one that was awesome, uh, Splatoon 3. I don't know if you got to play Splatoon, but it hit the, you know, hit the races. And, uh, you know, it's the game where you shoot and paint everywhere. And it's like a, sort of the first person shooter for families. And but but it's not just uh, dumbed down. It had a lot of interesting things to it. And I'm very excited. So there's going to be much more paint in the desert. Is, it sounds like where it's going to be sometime in 2022. Look out for that. Uh, in the Mario world, you can't have Nintendo without your new Mario. Um, the new game that's coming out is uh, Mario Golf Super Rush. And it's coming out this year in June, so you'll be able to play that right away. It looks very polished. A lot of that character, you know, the, there's a lot of banter between the characters. And uh, I love 
I love golf games. Realistic golf games are one thing, but um, you know, having uh, this the skill and the the way that they use the controller and bring in all the fun stuff, it's going to be really great. And they have some different modes, like you know, racing where you're all hitting at the same time and using superpowers, like a Super Mario Kart hits the uh, the golf course. And so I, I think that's going to be pretty fun. Uh, you love golf games, Corey? I do. Golf games are where it's at. Out of all sports, I would definitely go with golf. Ever since we were little, uh, you were uh, on the golf course. This uh, is in true. Between our, you know, uh, Dungeons and Dragons gaming sessions. It's true. I'm the only one who had work. any sort of athletic tie, and it was to golf. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We will take what we can get uh, from our golden youth. There, um, the other game which you've probably heard of since it came out in 2013. There's a new part of it is Super Mario 3D World. This was the kind of big, uh, exciting Mario that came out uh, with the Wii U. Um, a lot of uh, people, they didn't play it. They're Mario aficionados. I, I played it. I loved it. I think this is one of the best four-player particularly experiences. Played it with my kids. We can't get enough. You know, you're, it's kind of like uh, 3D and 2D mixed. Uh, it's not like Odyssey where you're going around in circles. It's like you're in a 2D world, but you're going back and forth. And I think it has a lot of fun interplay. And they're coming out with a brand new kind of expansion of it as part of this, which is exciting that it's not just the rehashed. It's called Bowser's Fury. And it's sort of uh, 3D World's next uh, few levels. And it should be it should be pretty cool. I think that one's coming out um, this year. So you'll be able to hang out with that one. Um, Zelda, you know, they, everyone's waiting for Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild 2, what's the sequel? And hopefully you've played Breath of the Wild. It's a game changer, a life changer. I know people bought the uh, Switch just to play the Zelda game, and it is so worth it. I, I did myself, and I just can't get enough of that game. But they came out and said, you want a Breath of the Wild update. We're here to tell you it's not here, but it's coming out later this year. So that uh, hopefully in the next two years we'll have the game i hope but they are uh, announcing a remaster of zelda skyward sword many zelda fans didn't play this game this was uh, back on the wii this is the first one they brought in the motion controllers where it's like you know you've got the nunchuck is the shield or the other way around and i actually played the whole game i really loved it i thought it was really fun had a good story and so it'll be cool to play it in hd if you haven't done it um, and then uh, there's an expansion to Hyrule Warriors Age yeah. of Calamity. This is uh, They've had some Hyrule Warriors before, but this one actually takes the um, Zelda Breath of the Wild world and the same story, and so it fleshes out a lot more. And so I think if you need some Breath of the Wild in your life, that's the way to go right now. Um, I know Corey is a Breath of the Wild maniac as well. I am. I don't need to play that, though. I'll wait for the <laughs> next second one. Yeah. And another exciting one coming out that's brand new, Star Wars Hunters. This is going to be a free-to-play online shooter, probably family-friendly. And uh, who's the maker? Zynga. If you even know who Zynga is, they created Farmville and Words with Friends. So they're going in a whole new direction, trying something brand new. Um, it didn't have any gameplay. It was a very early trailer, so we're not going to see it soon, I think. But I'm very excited about it. I love first-person shooters now, and if we can play with our friends and have a great time, I think that's going to be one of the golden uh, ones coming up here. Other things, uh, Fall Guys is coming to the Switch. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Um, I've never been a huge Monster Hunter fan myself, uh, but uh, I know a lot of people who really, really love it. And this is a brand new one. This is not just an expansion or a rehash. It's coming out March 26th, right around the corner here. Um, some other games coming out. A lot of them are kind of a very retro feel. Project Triangle 
it's kind of like an octopath traveler thing. And there's a few other ones that are coming in that way. They didn't grab me as much, but uh, you know they look pretty cool if you got the Switch and you're looking for new stuff. So. I love it. Okay, guys, that's your gaming news fix for the week. all this is kid Aquarius, one of your hosts of the gen x gamer podcast i am i'm ex- excited to be here for the extended podcast show i'm accompanied by my co-host nightshade welcome nightshade good to see you right uh, i'm so excited to be here and i'm uh, fantastically excited to have our uh, our favorite uh, other host on the show yeah why don't she introduce him and we have Jack Kingsford, Wacko Jacko. He's uh, back on the show. He's been on many of the uh, podcasts over the seasons. And uh, as you can tell, he's obsessed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And what could be more Gen X than that? Heck yeah, that's what I'm all about. This Thanks be for true. having me on again, guys. But let me ask, in the last week, you, don't go off on a long story. You got 20 seconds. What was your top gaming moment in the last week? Oh, you guys didn't see that coming. I'll tell you my top gaming moment while you guys think. My top gaming moment was the day last week when I won a match in duos with Chris, with Mm -hmm. Jack, and with Chris Furman all in the same day, but separate games. So listen, there is a common thread in that little narrative that I just pushed out. And I don't know if you guys realized it, but it was me. Oh, okay. I Your guys saying there, there wasn't a weakest link <laughs> otherwise, but it was the strongest link. Yes, of course. there we go. Okay. I should have seen that coming. Uh, for me, um, I've been obsessed with Rocket League recently. My kids just can't get enough of it. Every time I try to play something else, they're like, Dad, Rocket League? You know, and we either get on together or they watch me play. And we've been having some epic, epic moments. I know it's been around for a few years, but uh, that game is really intense. It's the car soccer game. And the physics in it is just uh, so fun. And you get better and better, and then amazing things happen. Okay. Jack, top gaming moment this week? Anything? Uh, It was more of a family moment. So I set up uh, an additional TV in our basement. So, And my daughter, one day when I was playing, came down on her own. All the boys were outside playing, and she just set up uh, Donkey Kong and was playing next to me. And it was just a nice moment. We don't usually play video games a lot during the day the kids don't play a lot and so for her to just come down and just play it was a nice moment awesome that beats well, both yeah. me and chris's mm, <laughs> chris and mine <laughs> I, I my horrible grammar there hey so guys i'm really excited about today's podcast nightshade and i talked about good topics that we should be addressing and this is actually a topic i've been kicking around all three seasons and i'm really excited to talk a little bit about it today in fact it was one of the stories we we talked about in the gen x gaming news update so if you haven't if you're do, watching this on youtube and you haven't seen that video i suggest you go watch that video as an intro but today's topic that we are going to dive a little bit deeper into is the wonderful topic of cheating and how much cheating takes place in the games we love, specifically those shooter games, Apex and Call of Duty. In fact, I think we're really going to focus in on those games because that's those are the games we primarily play that are shooters together and that we run into cheaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the first question I'm going to throw out there at both of you is this. 
When did you first realize that cheating in this game is a real thing? Because I would imagine, Jack, I remember when you got back into gaming just maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, with with the advent of uh, Apex, and I'm sure that you heard me going off about cheaters, and you might have been rolling your eyes in your head going, okay, Corey, blah, blah, blah. But there had to be a certain moment when you said, Oh, yeah, there really are cheaters. Like, did you come to a realization, oh, Corey wasn't just making that up? Yeah, well, it was. I remember because we would, like, play a match, and then we'd be dead really fast, and that wasn't new to me because I wasn't very good. Hmm. But then you'd be just yelling, cheater, cheater. (laughs) And I'd be like, who's cheating in this game? Who would spend any time trying to cheat in this game? And And then you started talking to me about the different mods, right? You were like, Sometimes they just do mods where it's like automatic headshots or like the um, the cursor automatically goes to a character so you can just quickly shoot them or or their mods are so that they're so it's harder to hit their character right so just all these different kinds of mods and then there was one day I remember very specifically we were watching it and there was this character it almost seemed like they kept glitching and they would like disappear but not like the normal way like Wraith does. And then they would, it just, they just appeared out of nowhere and just started shooting us. And that was one of the first moments where I, I remembered like, Oh, this is what he's talking about. And now when we play, gosh, it is so frustrating when you are just on fire and you're, you're in a groove. And then all of a sudden, like a, in a second, you're dead. And you're like that, that was impossible. I had the the highest armor, I was had the best loadout. I was ready to go. I saw the person, and they just like take you out. We'll come back so, to that. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Nightshade. When do you when did, did you have a moment, or were you just kind of all, always aware? No, no, no. You know, I wasn't aware, and even um, yeah, I, I thought you were using it as an excuse. You know, just something you say when uh, when it happened, and it and I you know I was much less experienced with than you I still am but when I first started and uh I wasn't sure what was happening and so when you started saying that I I started looking for it and I started looking for it you realize those moments that's just like completely there I guess there's subtle cheating and then there's like give me a break cheating and those you start to see more and more of those give me a break cheating here and there and then they come in waves for the games but um I'd never experienced much uh first person shooters I usually played like Call of Duty the the one player campaign I never really played the multiplayer before but uh now that it's like win or die you know the I the cheating is something you just start to notice more and more and it, it it can bust the game yeah for sure um, well in uh, mm-hmm. in the Gen X Gamer news update I referenced two articles that had come out recently just just some news items and really quickly just as a summary one was about Call of Duty and it was just lauding the fact that they had banned another I think 60,000 and that the total up to date was 300,000 accounts that had been banned because of cheating and then the other one was well actually there was kind of two apex ones there was one that talked about how one of the champions of apex one of the best players in apex that found out that he was a cheater and had been using mods during his time as well as they were really excited because they were talking about how they had banned 657 users or some number close Mm -hmm. to that Mm -hmm. and uh and in fact the person who banned those accounts on his twitter he's like hey i'm really tired I'm going to bed. I just banned 400 and something PS PlayStation accounts. Uh, and anyway, so those were the two 
articles that I referenced in the gaming news update as kind of a, a precursor to this. But when I cite those examples, what comes to your mind? What do you think about those articles? Well, obviously, the first thing is the numbers. Um, the apex number is like one-tenth of the other one. And in, in the totals, much much lower as well. But um, you know, strangely, I feel like I've, there's a lot more cheaters in Call of Duty. It's particularly maybe six months ago, we all stopped playing. We just were just so overwhelmed with the massive amount of cheaters at that time that it's just like, oh, I, don't, I can't take this. And we stopped playing for like six months. And we, we recently started playing again. And uh, I... I think there's less cheaters, but feels like it. I, I don't know if Apex is, you know, if it's the system itself. The, 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 I'm just talking about the numbers. There's not as many, but I didn't see it as uh, massively. Maybe you only take a few shots in Call of Duty, so if you know the the aimbot is going to kill you faster, so you notice it. But um, I don't know. You know, it'd be interesting to look at uh, does Apex or Call of Duty have a structure that makes it harder for cheaters to get in? And that's kind of what came to my head with just seeing those numbers. But I'm glad they're doing stuff. And I know a lot of it's um, they use AI and different things. So it's not just one person going through each little, you know, report sheet. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad it's moving in the right direction. And I hope they make some like uh, categorical big improvements that, that they, you know, can just catch things. But I guess they make the cheating programs just as fast as they patch them. So, yeah. Okay. I think it's just, I, I'm glad that they're doing it. I I always, and I don't know much about how that when they delete accounts, like if it's an actual Xbox account, if they've been an Xbox account or if it's just a username, because what I have noticed, and you actually brought this to my attention, Corey, is that you'll notice that there's these user accounts that have like a cool name and then like 20 numbers after it. And so it just makes me think that they're just deleting or banning those usernames. Right. And so then the kid or, or whoever it is that um, did their mods, just make a new account, update those same mods, and then they're just out playing again. They do. The next hour. They do. Yeah, they, they certainly can do that. And, and, you know, another telltale sign of that is not only that, but like, for example, in the game of Apex, this is really prominent. You will notice that suddenly the champion squad is somebody who's at level two, right or level 10 and their name is exactly what you just described wacko and that is like some name with five numbers after it and you know that all they're doing is just going as long as they can till that username gets banned and then moving on to the next username yeah and i I wondered if they ban um, the ip address or how i mean it it can't just be the account you know if it's the email connected to it but in this day and age you know it takes like three minutes to get on a vpn change your ip address get a new email and so I don't know if they just jump in that way, but um, you know, Call of Duty made a big thing. If these people are banned permanently, they'll never be on the game again. Well, whereas uh, Apex, it's like, well, after season nine, we'll bring you back. You yeah, know, you can kind of think about how much you love Apex and how sad you are not playing it, and we'll welcome you back. So that that was also an interesting <laughs> difference between the game companies. Yeah, I noticed that too. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if Apex is still, you know getting its roots because call of duty is a franchise that spans a large number of years. Right. I mean that, that game's bringing in a lot of money and, uh, and so that might be part of it as well. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know the numbers. I wonder of the player base uh, for both of the, of the games right now. And if that's part of why that the, the number of people banned is also different. Um, So go ahead. But luckily, they're both extremely popular, and if you haven't played them, I recommend you dive in. You know, it's 
it's a it's a good time. They have a lot of fresh things coming out. Especially Apex has more often a lot of fresh stuff coming out. And um, Call of Duty's uh, due for a, a new massive map. But um, well, they what, have that new zombie update. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I've I'm, never run into the zombies yet. Honestly. I haven't either. <laughs> yeah, I just I just uh, downloaded it. So you guys should download it, and we should play. <laughs> You're gonna break from Apex. <laughs> well, oh that's my Call goodness. of Duty. I guys, play Call of Duty every <laughs> now and then. Whoever's listening to this, if it's the apocalypse, it's because of that statement Jack just made right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm preparing my killing zombies. <laughs> the world's coming to an end because Jack is playing a different <laughs> game than Apex. Hey, okay, so um, the a question that I'm really interested in discussing with you guys is, and I and I have a little bit of inside info to share here, but uh. I, uh, two questions. Number one, why? Mm-hmm. I think all of us understand the idea that if we were using cheats, we would just be bored of the game. Like in my mind, I would be like, okay, big deal. I, I got, you know, X number of kills, tons of damage. Look at my stats. Ooh, ooh. But in my mind, I'm just like, but I cheated. Like it means absolutely nothing to me. Mm-hmm. And it feels like our generation would take on that that type of um, mindset. So I guess my question is, what's going on in the mind of a cheater? And why do you think older generations are probably, and, and this is me completely inferring, I have no evidence of this, but why would the older generations probably be more frustrated by this than perhaps younger generations? Uh, any insights or thoughts? I did think about that a little bit as you kind of prepared me with this topic of cheating. Cause I was thinking back in the day when I was cheating, I had to buy a game genie, right. And attach it to my, Nintendo. did you just say when you were cheating? Yeah. <laughs> the good old game genie, <laughs> the, the good old game genie. And, I remember uh, that. Yeah. And, but they were like, pre-programmed cheats, right? Like there was a booklet that told you what kind of cheats that, the game genie offered and um and i remember getting uh i didn't i didn't buy it i actually borrowed it from a friend and i remember there was um a time where i played the original ninja turtle nintendo game and it just gave me the option to save because Mm. before you couldn't even save the game and there was a level that i would always get to normally in the gameplay um, if you remember the gameplay, it was this section where you had to like disarm these bombs and you had a certain amount of time to do it underwater. And it was incredibly difficult. I do remember difficult. that. Mm. It was incredibly mm. difficult. And then when I just just had the option to save, so I would like quickly move to a bomb, save it, and then um, and then I just keep practicing the next little section and you'd get real a lot better at that next section. Anyways, so just allowing me to have that particular advantage... I mean, it was like cloud nine. I was like, yay, I finally beat this section. Even though I was cheating, it just still felt good that I finally could get past it and then get towards the end of the game and find out, you know, get the little end credits. Um, And what's different now and what really irks me now is that the platform is with other live individuals, right? Before it was, there was no live individuals, just me just trying to get better at this particular game or trying to beat a game, right? To see the end Mm -hmm. credits and to have that storyline or story arc understanding all that. And so I don't understand why, 
why people do you know mods or cheats i just don't get it <laughs> on a personal note yeah okay yeah I, I think there's a lot of different reasons when i looked online what are the reasons one of the top ones was um you can actually make money from selling you know high loot items and that's not such a thing maybe in apex or call of duty i don't think you can get on ebay and like buy a new character or a certain skin that's very very rare but in many games um that is a thing and so people actually you know as their job maybe is like a high level uh person you know getting these upgrades another one uh, with that upgrade is you know, in all the games, they have the battle pass and there's stuff you can get as you progress. And if the, if you do much better, get high kills and everything, you're going to get that new stuff before other people. So you have the shiny new thing to show off. Of course, and as many people, I think, you know, just I'll never be this good. You know, even if I've spent 50 years, but I want to feel what it's like to be a champion myself. Mm. And then there's like, I want pe- people to know it's me you know i want to control them i want to dominate them that's maybe another deep desire it's like i don't care it's it's online they're never going to know it's me but i want to smack down on these experts you know um there's the fame um and for some people like where do these hacks come from a lot of the hackers are probably better programmers than the game developers when you you know i heard when you're making a game you think well i I made this game i'm the expert but there's people that just all they do is hack and they just know how things are built and they can reverse engineer and part of it is the challenge like you build a game i'll show you i'm i'm a master hacker i'm better than you as a developer and get in there and be able to get people to get to get that so you know i uh, there's a lot of different reasons and, and I, I think it's different for you know different people maybe for younger people don't seem maybe to be as morally i don't know affected by it uh and i never you're, you're of course you're anonymous and whatnot but i mean we maybe the cheating on this sort of level wasn't around when we started gaming and so it's like you know we're here as a gentlemanly you know or, or you know or <laughs> not just for men, but, you know, all people to have a great uh, fair play sport. But uh, for younger people where it's like cheating and hacking is just part of what you grew up with. It's like, well, hacking is part of the strategy now for them. It's not like, it's not, I'm not cheating. And yeah, but how many people actually do the hacking and how many people just buy the hacks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I went on one of the big hack sites, you know, and researching about this. And it's very funny. They had these sort of like, you know, they're like, if you if you if you do the rage hacks, they call it, they're like, we have rage hacks and we have the subtle hacks. We want you to play legit, it says, and use our added features to to assist you. But we're worried if you use like the super cheat and you're just killing everyone with before they even see you, they'll find out you're cheating and they'll ban you. And then the game will get affected and players yeah. will leave. So it's like, you know, let's let's keep it cool play it subtle so people think you're cool and use our <laughs> hacks that way <laughs> it's like director of marketing little, right all proud of himself product. yeah that's funny so actually nightshade we have a we have a very good friend that's a part of our our old gaming group and i'm not going to say his name even though he's been a guest on the podcast well his offspring is exactly one of these hackers no. who deliberately gets on and hack shooter games. And as I talked to our friend about this, 
he had two big thoughts about this. Number one, they could care less if they get banned. It is no big deal. They are doing it to troll, and they love to troll. Uh, yeah. And when we react and start screaming or do whatever or send messages, that's their favorite thing in the world. It doesn't bother them at all. And then the second thing is, is that when they do get banned, it's all about figuring out how to overcome the ban and do a new hack and to get through. Like if you guys, you know, we've talked about on Apex, the Apex game itself developed a, a new way of reporting players mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that Apex could take care of them rather than just leaving it to Xbox. And now there's a hack that bypasses that and doesn't allow you to report players in the Apex. You have to just report them through the Microsoft and I, Xbox. And I, I don't think those go anywhere, you know, when it comes to the cheating in the in the game itself. I think Xbox probably just leaves that to the game to manage. So I, I find it, uh, anyway, kind of interesting that that was his insight into this story. Regardless, wow. it still pisses me off. Right? Well, yeah, that's so interesting because um, I remember you had mentioned a, a time where you had messaged somebody and they just responded like, so what? Everyone, everyone cheats. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea. I think there's also maybe this underlying idea from other other players that it's a way to even the odds, right? Yeah. If everyone else has a mod, then I should have a mod in order to make it at least somewhat even. Which yeah. also makes me a little bit more proud of how well I've been getting or how better I've been playing. Because, man, if there's that many cheaters and I'm still able to win a few games like without cheating it's like okay i'm pretty good yeah and an interesting thing is um i don't know if we're going to cover this on 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 the you know one of your questions but um what's the strategy when you you know there's cheaters out there does it mean you just turn the game off when you run into one or there are ways of course uh to beat the cheaters you know if they can't uh, there's a way to beat the cheaters okay the rest of the show is dedicated to this (laughs) nightshade (laughs) teach us (laughs) well you add in the anti-cheat hack to the hack oh gotcha no no, no, but i mean um you know sometimes we see cheaters and we're people and we're like i think they're cheating we're like stay low and so we sort of stay out of sight and you got to ambush them right you know right away you can't just go out gunning it's got to be like okay wait they're almost around the corner and then just nail them before their super cheat is able to like find your head and you know, demolished you in seconds. And I think we've done that a lot. And a lot of times it's a ways off. Somebody just hit you when they shouldn't have been able to hit you on that first hit when they could barely see you. And or then we kind of the sound... other direction and their bullets yeah. are curving around. <laughs> you just seem like their, their head bounces up. And since it's like their character model sees something, they'll be able to hit anything around. And then we're able to get down. And uh, a lot of times I'm proud we're able to like take out the cheater team with our non-cheater, you know, abilities. You know, that, that that brings up a good point. That'd be pretty cool to see a mod that you would have that if it identified a cheat within the game that it, like, I don't know. Flagged them. Allow them to, yeah, it doesn't allow them to shoot or something funny like that. Or, yeah. or it depances them and then they trip or something. Okay, let's yeah. keep it clean. Right, but we want the, we want some ha- the hackers that love a good game. You know, they should be battling, uh, you know, the easy hackers these, that just kind of download something and go in, don't t- put any effort. But if they, if they like, it came back and it's like, you've been, you know, we, you're hacked now, you, you hackers. You know? <laughs> yeah, That'd be pretty cool, too. Would be usually it's like the developer versus like the hackers. We can go back and revisit that de-pantsing mod. I'm yeah. interested in hearing more, Loba. 
And I liked that, you know, the Apex, it was a newer feature that came out and it, you know, you could get down to the nitty gritty about what kind of cheat you saw and help them um, really get beyond, is it cheat? Yes or no. But like, you know, it's this type and uh, really help them to figure out what to do. But then the cheat came out where, you know, we know it's a cheater because they, it, you know, dismantles the cheat reporting part. Well, yeah, which is so crazy. I mean, yeah. they're, they're just so brilliant. And they're, I mean, hats off to all of those hackers, right? I mean, that was pretty brilliant because I remember you were getting ready to report somebody and you were like pissed off because you couldn't report them. Yeah, it was smart. <laughs> yeah, it was smart. Although I, 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 it was funny because I did, I messaged somebody who was cheating just a couple days ago, right? And, uh, and they they did exactly that, and um, and but I messaged them saying, "Hey, nice mods," and they responded laughing at me, and then called me some really inappropriate names. <laughs> so then I turned around and reported that exact message to Microsoft, and within oh. two hours, I had a message from Microsoft saying that action had been taken against that account. No. I was like, yes. Oh, that's so revenge. I may not have got you for cheating, but I got you for the bad language. They tried to troll you. You ended up trolling them. Exactly. (laughs) So, hey, guys, we're going to we're going to end up end here. Um, But in your final thoughts, I want you to think about, you know, I, I, I want you to share how this affects your life. For all of those cheaters that are watching this, this, this YouTube or listening to this podcast so that they know really how they're affecting you. Um, but more importantly, I'm interested if you have some last words towards the cheaters out there, you know, to try to just maybe scare them straight. You know how those videos where some some police father will take his kids to the police station and and show them all the coke addicts sort of thing and scare his kids mm-hmm. straight. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's really what I'm going for here. What 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 are we going to tell these cheaters? Last words, last thoughts about cheating. Who wants to go? My last words to the cheaters is, I forgive you. I was a cheater. I had a game genie. I forgive you. Turned the other cheek. Right. I mean, there's this, I forgive you. That's pathetic. <laughs> wow. Okay. Is that, maybe that's the reverse psychology going on Could there? Could be. I don't think <laughs> that's, that's going to change any behavior, though. Straight from the principles here. Actually, you guys probably have a better idea about a lot of the, the sort of mind frame of some of these uh, – these kids that are getting into it. Um, for me, I'd say, uh, you know, if if you mess up the game, nobody's going to play it. You know, and at least uh, developers put a lot of their life into making this a very exciting, fun game. And then, you know, especially newer developers, it's you know, where they haven't experienced this before. Suddenly their perfect game is like just turned on its head. And if it didn't have all the security built in, you know, the game can just fall apart. And we've seen a lot of games where, where players just uh, – they, you know, they just abandoned the game. The game fell apart, and it would have been a great game. And so, if, you know, for the love of the game, don't uh, don't do this. You know, uh, come enjoy, uh, truly uh, feel the excitement of uh, developing something in your life, and not just having an instant gratification. So you're basically telling telling them all to go get a job. Well, <laughs> not in so many words, yes. Uh. Okay, hey, I, I've got my final words, and I'm going to take the opposite approach of Wacko Jacko. And instead of being, you know, forgiving and, and taking that higher road, I am going to plant 
the black seed of death in your mind. And if you're listening to this, then I want you to know that karma is going to come back and bite you in the butt. And next time you go to cheat, you're going to remember that I've just planted a black seed in your mind. And you're going to decide, oh, should I cheat? Heck, I'm going to cheat, blah, blah, blah. But then something horrible is going to happen to you within 14 days. And that is karma, the black seed. So suck on that one. That's okay. right. I'm a resident Buddhist here. Cause and effect, it's real, baby. There. Unless you watch it. There we Unless go. Unless you share this podcast to 14 friends, will it end <laughs> this bad karma? I love it. That repent. is exactly right. That's how we're going to get more followers. Night or Jacko Jacko. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Okay, friends. Well, hey, thanks for being here as a part of the cheating podcast. I'm sure we will have like like uh, uh, the second version of this podcast, uh, maybe six months from now when one of us is, has turned to the dark side, maybe. I don't know. I hope that doesn't happen. But regardless, thank you for being here. Uh, uh, Wacko Jacko and joining me in Nightshade in the podcast. And I think that's us signing out. All right. Thanks for coming. See you next See time. Ya.